Welcome to the driver's press conference ahead of the 2019 Japanese Grand Prix. Joining us this afternoon from left to right, we have Nico Hülkenberg, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, and George Russell. And George, if we could start with you, please. You haven't raced at Suzuka before. Just how excited are you about what lies in store this weekend? Yeah, extremely excited. It's a circuit I've been um, looking forward to driving for, for years, actually, I think. Yeah, it's definitely one of the, the best and purest out there, so uh, just hoping we don't get rained off on tomorrow or Saturday. Is there one particular aspect of the track you're looking forward to the most? I'd say the thing I'm looking forward to most is probably the S's to start with, you know, such an amazing flow of corners. Um, but just generally, I think the whole circuit is, is really incredible, so uh, just the whole experience of it. And George, can we take stock and just reflect on your first season in Formula One now? Um, what have you learned? Has Formula One met your pre-season expectation? I think it has met my pre-season expectations. Just the whole Formula One roller coaster itself. Um, wasn't 100% sure what to expect, but I'm really happy with how the season has gone generally. I think from the, from the good moments uh, personally to the, the tougher times, I think um, I wouldn't change anything at all because especially from the tougher times, I've, I've learned a huge amount and um, generally being in the position I have been at the back of the grid, it's given us an opportunity and me an opportunity just to explore a bit more and go under the radar and hopefully that will uh, help me out in, in years to come when, when we should be fighting. Okay. Thank you, George. Enjoy the weekend ahead and good luck. Max, if I could come to you now. Um, Honda's home race this weekend, has it been a particularly busy build-up for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it has been um, <clears throat> on uh, Tuesday the whole day. Uh, but I actually, I got to drive um, the, the very first Honda F1 car, so that was actually quite cool. Um, but yeah, I guess it's more than normal that uh, you start a bit earlier this week with some commitments. And how was the RA272, the car that Honda won that Mexican Grand Prix back in 1965? Yeah, it didn't fit in very well. <laughs> uh, it was a bit stuck, but um, yeah, it was a great experience to drive. Um, of course, you're not driving it flat out, but uh, yeah, it was just a really uh, cool experience. Okay, and let's throw it forward to this weekend then. Um, what can we expect from you and... Red Bull, you've scored a podium for the last three years at Suzuka. Given a clean race, is a fourth consecutive podium realistic? That's definitely the target. Um, but yeah, first also, let's wait and see how the weekend is, is gonna go, also with the weather. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, of course try to do um, our very best this weekend to, to have a good result. Okay, good luck with that. Thank you, Max. Nico, if we could come to you. Uh, You've enjoyed a purple patch recently. You've reached Q3 in the last four races. You've also got a new front wing, I think, this weekend. So what are you expecting from the car and from yourself this weekend? I think it's kind of, you know, same build-up business as usual. Obviously, we want to score as many points as possible on Sunday. Um, you know, we're obviously still fighting in the championship. Um, and it's just, yeah, about getting the maximum out of the car and, and ourselves, especially Saturday but Sunday. And this new front wing? Yeah, it's new, so we'll see how that, how that copes and if it will bring something to the party or not. Okay, well, let, let's throw it further forward now. Um, lots of your fans <coughs> are waiting to hear about your plans for next year. Has there been any movement? Is there anything you can say? No, frankly not. There's no news. Um, so it's a little bit more 
uh, patient game. So I'll have to wait and see a little bit longer. Okay, good luck this weekend. Thank you, Nico. Carlos, coming to you. Great race in Sochi for you. And you're now looking to score your 50th points finish in Formula One. Um, how confident are you of achieving that this weekend at Suzuka? Um, well, fairly confident. I think this year, whenever we've been uh, doing solid weekends, like in Russia, we've been in a very strong position to score points. Uh, there's been uh, those first three races at the beginning of the season and those first three races in the second half of the season that uh, put us a bit in the back foot, but um, hopefully after Sochi we are back to scoring points. So I didn't know that stat, that 50th point scoring, but it would be a nice thing to, to, to do here in Suzuka. You talk about some races that put you on the back foot. Well, you've already scored 66 points this year, which is more than any other season in your Formula One career. How much satisfaction does that give you? Yeah, it's quite a lot of satisfaction, obviously, because we didn't know coming into the year more or less where we were going to be. So um, scoring so many points, seeing the hard work of the team paying off and um, putting together whenever we're in the points, solid point finishes, like a lot of P6s, P7s, P5s. It's, uh, it's really good news. Uh, we're still very far from where we want to be. Um, we want to make good progress in the next couple of years, but um, at least this year we made a, a very big step forward and that's a good starting point. You say you want to make good progress in the next couple of years. Well, in 2021, McLaren are going to be using Mercedes power units. Just your thoughts on that deal? Um, obviously, it's a deal for the future. At the moment, we are focused in our relationship with Renault, which honestly it has helped us a lot to to realize our own problems and to realize where we need to work uh, the most, thanks to last year competitiveness with uh, with Renault and with Red Bull, we could judge our, our package better, thanks to that engine and thanks to the progress that Renault has done on this year's power unit, we are actually uh, scoring a lot of points. But um, the Mercedes deal is, is part of the plan to, to our road to recovery, let's put it like that, and hopefully um, that will give us also another good step. Thank you, Carlos. Good luck this weekend as well. Charles, thank you for waiting. Um, your top scorer in the last four races. How confident are you of Ferrari's performance this weekend? Yeah, it's working pretty well uh, since we came back from holidays. Uh, the car feels great. Um, we've had, I think, four poles in a row, which is always nice. The last two races has been a bit um, not what I expected, but uh, but the performance is there, which I think is the most important. And there are no reasons uh, for us to not be competitive this weekend. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think we need to to focus on the Friday, especially Saturday seems to be very tricky, if not impossible to drive. So Friday will be very important, and then I hope that uh, we can have a, a very positive Sunday. You say the last couple of races have been a bit tricky. I mean, obviously Russia didn't go as smoothly as you'd have hoped. How were your discussions with the team and with Sebastian after the race? Yeah, obviously um, there was some misunderstanding uh, from the car, but uh, I think we've had a discussion and everything is clear now. Obviously, uh, it felt like it was a huge deal from the outside, which it definitely wasn't. But uh, but yeah, now everything is fine. Okay, thank you, Shell. Good luck this weekend as well. Let's open this to the floor now, and <coughs> as ever, please remember to give your name and publication. First question, please. No comments. Dan Knudsen, Auto Action and Speed Sport. George, on paper, the car is on race results where it was at the start of the year. 
but how much has the car improved? It's definitely improved a lot just in the drivability side of things. So from within, it's um, definitely a nicer car to drive. Um, I mean, it is obviously always quite tricky to make huge leaps forward for, for any teams, but I think the foundations we have in place now um, are really positive going into next year. We're trialing a new front wing this weekend, which shouldn't necessarily bring uh, much performance to this year's car, but should hopefully unlock quite a lot for us moving into, into 2020. So um, I've got faith we'll be, we should be fighting uh, probably towards the lower end of the midfield, but hopefully gets in the mix much more than, than we are at the moment. Thank you, George. Next one. Question to Charles Leclerc. Sorry to come back to the subject. Uh, did you have uh, talks with Mattia Binotto and Seb Vettel since last uh, race in Russia? Did you went to Maranello when Seb were there? Uh, no, unfortunately, I had some uh, some things happening on the day he was uh, in Maranello, so we didn't have the chance to meet up together. But I had a meeting with Mattia, and he had one with Seb the day early, um, a day earlier, um, and yeah, uh, everything is fine as I've said. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Mom. What's happening with Zandvoort? Uh, there's some uh, court cases. Scott Mitchell from Autosport. Uh, to all five drivers, please. Um, at the moment, we do have the, the, the topic of the, the typhoon that's expected to, to hit the area on, on Saturday. Obviously, the FIA and F1 are, are monitoring the situation. But just from a driver's perspective, uh, you know what it's like driving these cars and these tyres in the wet. How much rain do you really need for it to become a position where it's unsafe for you to go on track? And do you want to be consulted when it comes to deciding whether it goes ahead on Saturday? Nico, can we start with you, please? Yeah, I think we've seen in recent years that in terms of rain, we don't need too much for it to be unsafe. Um, especially, you know, with, when, when you throw wind in there as well, it gets, I think, pretty tricky. But um, yeah, we can obviously debate a lot and discuss, but I think we just have to wait and see. Uh, what actually hits us and how bad it is and not and you know make the make the right call at the time obviously uh, it's a lot of fans here we want to race they want to see us drive so i think we need to try and make it this weekend happen but uh, obviously we need yeah we need to see what happens and we're at the uh, the mercy of the weather there max um i got my speedboat on standby so i'm ready to go for saturday <laughs> max would you like to see the drivers being consulted about the conditions um, well, yeah, I guess so, but I think it's it's going to be very clear anyway if it's possible or not. At the moment, it doesn't really look very likely on Saturday. Sunday looks fine, but um, yeah, let's see. <coughs> Thank you. Shall? Yeah, uh, as Max said, I think it's pretty clear if, if the Tiffon is going to come here, there's no way we, we can drive, but... Uh, of my previous experience, I've only done one and a year, one year and a half in Formula One, but they have always been quite safe with the with the conditions. Um, so yeah, and they've always asked also uh, what we thought about the track once we were in the car. So yeah, happy we'll see. Carlos, yeah, nothing to add. I have full trust in Michael and his team that we will run in safe conditions if we do so. Uh, Hogenheim, for example, is is a good example to know that. The first five laps of the race, it was clearly a bit too wet, and until the drivers there in the midfield, we didn't say it was safe enough. It wasn't clearly green flagged, no. So it's it's uh, it's not a problem for me. Yeah, not much to add. I think um, 
as Regatta said, it'll be pretty clear come Saturday what the situation will be. Um, I think we can handle quite a lot of water, but it's just these standing standing puddles uh, and the aquaplane in that is uh, the biggest limitation for us. So, uh, but yeah, like, like Carlos said, I'm, I'm sure they'll make the right decision. Thank you. Next one, please. Rick Spekemerink, Algemeen Dagblad, question for Max. Um, if qualifying will be postponed till Sunday, how would that change your uh, approach and routine towards qualifying and the race and also for the team? A bit more free time on Saturday <laughs> and waking up a little bit earlier on a Sunday. But, I mean, we have done it before. I think for, for my side, uh, I experienced it once before, I think in Austin in 2015. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> doesn't really affect me. More FIFA. More FIFA. Saturday. On s yeah, I brought it here. So if you want to have a game on Saturday. More wish out for it. Yeah. If you're ready to lose. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Next one, please. You still play a lot? Christopher Renato gets the time for question for Charles. Charles, I'm here. At this, at this point, at that point of the season, what is more important for you? To help Ferrari to stay in front to Red Bull or stay in front to your teammate? Well, I think as a team, it's always a, a priority to do uh, the good for the team. Um, but then, uh, yeah, as every team, I think Seb wants to beat me. I want to beat him as much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the priority is to do the good for the team, which, uh, which we all do. Thank you. I need to play against um, Any more? Ivana. I need to do a game against him like in two weeks. Jake Michaels, ESPN. Um, to the four guys that have driven here before, can you just describe what it's like to drive this track, particularly the first sector, the difficulties and why it's so enjoyable? We started Nico last time, so let's start with Carlos, please. I think not only the first sector, I think the whole track just has a very good flow and um, and a very good sequence of corners. Um, I think the fact that the track also penalizes mistakes in the first sector, and if you put a wheel wrong, you have a chance of not crashing, but uh, putting it in the gravel also makes the, the adrenaline and the, the difficulty of the, of the track a bit uh, harsher. Because of that, I think many Formula One drivers, we miss these kind of tracks. I wish like in the future we can go towards designing these kind of tracks instead of Others were that I'm not going to mention now, but um, yeah, I I really like it. The fact that it's also a bit narrower than the average track there in sector one makes it a bit more demanding. So it has a lot of things, elevation changes. I don't know a lot of things that makes it really special. Yeah, uh, the first sector I absolutely love it. I mean, uh, as Carlos said, it's uh, you you cannot do any mistakes, and uh, and the fact that you need to be so precise in every corner, so otherwise you are late for the other, and you lose quite a lot of lap times, makes it quite ch challenging for us. So um, yeah, I, I really enjoy driving here. Max Suzuka. Yeah, good good flow. Um, yeah, it's the first sector, right? You wanted to know, so uh, <laughs> we were actually talking about the first sector. Now it's. Um, yeah, really good combination of corners, and especially in, in qualifying on low fuel, it's it's really enjoyable. Um, of course, it's more enjoyable if you have a good car balance as well, but um, I'm I'm counting on that. So uh, yeah, it's always good to be here. It's one of my my favorite tracks.
Is that good enough? That's excellent. Thank you. And Nico? Yeah, it's just very quick and dynamic and, you know, everything with, with these guys set. So just uh, has a very good package as, 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 as a track. Okay. Thank you. Next one. Jens Nagler, Bild. Um, question for Nico. You had a good, pretty good run um, since uh, summer break, um, closing <coughs> up to your teammate uh, points-wise. Um, but still, no drive for next year. Is there any scenario um, you can think of that doesn't see you in a race car next year? What are the options? Pizza bucket. Pizza bucket? Yeah. P pizza bucket. No. Uh, f you mean in Formula One or in general? In general? I, I guess there is that uh, scenario. Um, but to be honest, if it wasn't to continue here, after that, honestly, I'm not, I haven't given that much thought. I think uh, also for me personally, I would take some time to, you know, get clarity over what I want, you know, find a new challenge. Uh, of course, I will be in some racing car again in the future because that's, you know, it's what I love doing. It's my passion. So I think only, only time will, will tell what happens then. Next one. Andrew Benson, BBC Sport for Charles. Uh, Charles, you said everything's clear now between you and the team and Sebastian. What exactly is clear? How do you all have to behave in those situations in the future? Do you have to obey team orders as didn't happen in Russia? How's it going to work? Yeah, I think that's clear from the beginning of the season. We need to obey at, at team orders. Um, and what is clear is that the situation wasn't clear <laughs> for both of the drivers starting the race, and I think that's the, that's the most important, so we spoke about it, and we'll make sure this situation doesn't, doesn't happen again in the future. Thank you. Keep it nice and short. Next one. Julien Villiot, Autoeb, the question to uh, Max. Max, you sounded uh, disappointed, if not resigned, after Sochi. How much more patient are you willing to be with Red Bull Honda before looking at... Uh, at other opportunities to find a championship winning car? I was, I was not really uh, disappointed, but I was of course also not very happy, but uh, I think that's pretty normal when, uh, for me it was a pretty boring race, you know, so uh, I think uh, you will always sound happier when you win or you have a really, let's say, exciting race and you finish on the podium. And of course, maybe the last few races they have not been our strongest, but I, uh, I believe that we can we can do better, and we are working very hard, of course, to um, to make that happen. Um, but yeah, I think it's it would be wrong if I would come out of the race in Sochi and be very happy to to the cameras. So yeah, so we just keep pushing very hard, and um, for the future, um, I don't know. I am also not really too too worried about it. I just want to win, and I I will do my very best all the time. And uh, yeah, so is the, so is the team trying to to do so. Um, yeah, let's see. Anyone? No more. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Good luck this weekend. And a full transcript of this press conference will be available shortly at fia.com.